Welcome in, everybody on the network. Bill Michaels Show on this Monday, a warming up Monday, first day of spring Monday. Liking it. Makes me feel a little warmer. I know we're going to get in the uh, near mid-40s, 50s for the next few days. So I'm, I'm liking the upward trend. Hopefully you are as well. I can't wait for uh, summer. I can't wait for hanging out on the uh, the patio and out at the Tiki Bar after I get off the air. Maybe even doing a show or two out there this year. I think we're going to. A couple of shows out there this year. Just, you know, right there. There you go. If you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, you can see it. Like that. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You can find us. You can hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. At Ben Z. Kenny producing the program today uh, on Facebook, The Bill Michael Show over on Facebook. And uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube. You can find us on Twitch. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us, uh, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Uh, email-wise, thebillmichaels.com is the website. There is Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, all the uh, different platforms. You can find us there as well. Good stuff. Um, so we talked uh, the first hour a little bit. We talked a little bit of everything in the first hour, honestly, but... We talked about the Pat McAfee show, throwing a little bit of shade over there at um, at uh, at Brian Gutekinst, which, okay, we understand it. Uh, Boomer Esiason on WFAN. Now, Boomer Esiason's also on CBS, uh, does the NFL Today show, uh, the pregame and the postgame uh, for uh, most of the AFC games. But uh, he was on WFAN talking about the Packers' ownership situation. Take a listen. Only there are 31 own, uh, owners. Because Green Bay doesn't have an owner. So you have like a little private fiefdom with Mark Murphy, their president, and with Brian Gutenkus, their GM. As a matter of fact, I think in June or July, you know, they have, you know, their shareholder meeting where about 8,000 people show up. And it's like a little bit of a goofy thing. It's like Christmas in July. And it's right before training camp. And they give the state of the team. And they act as if they are the owners. When, in fact, they're not. They're just the stewards of the franchise. And so Woody Johnson, there's nobody for him to call. Sure. Like in other words, if there was something going on, say, between, I don't know, he and the Dallas Cowboys, and Dallas Cowboys were hemming and hawing, you know, Woody Johnson could call up, uh, uh, you know, Jerry Jones and say, hey, Jerry, look, you know, your, your quarterback's been there, been there for 18 years. He's made you, you know, a billion dollars. Uh, you raised money off of his back. You know, he's played great for you and everything else. There's really no reason to hold up this trade. He wants out. We want him. You know, let's let's move on so you can move on with your team. We can move on with our team. And what we're going to give you is we'll swap first round picks. Maybe we'll give you a second round pick and a conditional third pick. And let's call it a day. I mean, this is a 40 year old quarterback who you don't know is going to play here two years. So the Jets can't go crazy with what the compensation is back to Green Bay. And I've been telling you that now for you know weeks. So, you know, whatever Brian Gutenkus you know, ego is telling him or Mark Murphy's ego is telling them and making the Jets and, and Aaron Rodgers sweat this thing out all the way until the draft is, is you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, you, you got to realize you don't want him. He doesn't want to play there for you. Move on. So he's basically saying, look, he doesn't want to be there. Just move on. Get a hold of the Jets, you know, and give Aaron Rodgers away. And I look. I am right there with everybody, with everybody. This deal is going to happen. I understand that. I do. But what Boomer Esiason is saying is that, come on, Gutekinds, just do the deal. No, 
Why? What 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 rush is there other than draft choices? Is there to do the deal and get it done in the here and the now? I mean, like this minute. What what reason is there? Can somebody explain that to me? Because I I just don't think there is. I don't think there's a real reason to do it. That that's what that's what I don't nobody's been able to explain that to me. Why do you have to get it you want to get it done before the draft? That I understand. But you've got a quarter if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be there, his his option is to retire. It certainly, you know, hurts the Packers a little bit. But the Packers they they don't if you're not gonna get what you want, if you're not gonna get what you believe to be value then why would you do it? You know? And here's the other thing, and that's a good point, is that everybody that's speaking up on this, they're former players. I mean, you know, that's it. You you wait until you get the best deal. And that's what that look, the Jets are trying to do that too. I don't fault the Jets for not getting the deal done. But the Jets have banked everything on Rodgers. The Packers shoot for, you know, a deal such as the Matthew Stafford type of deal. They're not going to get it, but you shoot for it. That's where you start. The difference is Stafford can still play. And Stafford still has more years to go, whereas Rodgers is hemming and hawing now about wanting to come back. So I don't have a problem with them waiting. Now, if you get down to Thursday night of the NFL draft and you're still dickering about it, you know, I, I think most people are saying, look, if the Green Bay Packers walk around, walk away with a first-round draft choice and then a conditional one for next year, that's a good deal. I don't think the Jets want to give that up. They don't want to give up that 13th overall pick. They know there's value there. So if they get Rodgers and still have a decent team and they have that 13th overall pick, they get value. Just like the Packers are sitting there going, if we get that 13th pick, we can then move these picks around. We can trade up or down and get either a boatload of picks or we can get uh, the guy we want. We can move around. We've got the ability to move around. So I don't. I don't um I don't fault the Packers for waiting. Do you Ben? Do you fault the Packers for waiting for the best available deal? No, I don't. Uh, frankly, I mean I think their position again has been strengthened since Rodgers went and spoke on McAfee at, at least with what they could potentially get back. What, yeah. What Boomer Sison was also saying was that this would be done if the Packers had known her. Saying that because of how it's all structured, it's harder to right. get stuff done with them, which I don't no, think I agree with at all. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, I think, you know, Brian Gutekinst, if he walks down the hall and says, hey, Mark, this is what I'm doing, Mark's like, okay, do it. You know, I. The, now, again, you you really don't have the ability to negotiate with a bunch of other teams because, you know, Rodgers doesn't want to play for other teams. So he would rather retire than – and you get nothing – then play for you know somebody else so it it really kind of takes the the bargaining chip out of that when it comes to the ability to 
say, negotiate with, you know, any other team that would have an interest in Aaron Rodgers because you just, you're not going to have that. But you still, I mean, if I'm the Packers, I wait for the best deal. I wait for them to come up. They're the ones that have sold the, sold the, the, the farm to bring Aaron Rodgers in. I mean, you're bringing in former players and that, which brings me to another uh, thing. Um, there have been players that have left Green Bay, and I, I saw this comment earlier today on the live stream where they say the amount of people that have left Green Bay and, and left with scorched earth is amazing. Well, it's only the people that say something. Robert Tanya didn't leave with scorched earth. MBS didn't leave with scorched earth. Equinemia St. Brown didn't leave with scorched earth. People are butthurt yeah. about Lazard. Yeah. You know, it's they like, saw the one comment. Yeah, right. They didn't want me. Well, so what? And if you're in, if and if you're a Packers fan, going, I can't believe they didn't want Alan Lazard. I'm like, what the hell are you smoking? What have you fired up weekend after weekend after weekend that made you go, whoa, we got to have that guy? Right, look, Alan Lazard could be the nicest guy, and I'm sure his mother loves him. But when it comes to play in the field, he's an average dude, man. He's a third or a fourth receiver, depending on what kind of team he's on. I don't care how much Aaron Rodgers talks him up. Aaron Rodgers, in two consecutive years, had the opportunity to throw to him over the middle, wide open, to the point that I could have hit him, for God's sakes. And instead, he forced it into double and triple coverage to Devontae, which fell harmlessly to the turf. Which, that's your guy, man. That's the dude you wanted, you need around you. And you don't even throw in the ball in the most crucial moments. So stop. Stop. Also, why That's garbage? Did, why did Eric, why did Lazard just get eleven million dollars a year? Why is he in the position he's in? Because of Rodgers. And, and the Packers in general, right? Right. What are they, they he should be thanking them endlessly. Not not uh -huh. expecting some type of you know sweetheart deal at home. Right? I agree. 100% agree. I just, I, I I find some of this stuff rather funny because of the, uh, the the words that are spoken. But I just say, look at what the what the reality is. Reality is Alan Lazard's good. He's not great. That's it. I think all the Rodgers, like, treat players well on the way out stuff. And, and how it's all progressed, and not with him, but with how people act when other players leave and act as if the Packers are just disgracing them. It's kind of made me take the Packers' side too much, I feel like, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, I, I just want them to cut everybody, you know? Screw how they um, feel. Yep. Uh, TK says, Jets and their fan base say he's a 40-year-old quarterback and not worth any true compensation. Then in the same breath, he said he's taking us to a Super Bowl. <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. Dwayne says, uh, don't forget, the only real asset Lazard gave us was a great block downfield. Um, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster got the same contract as Lazard. Uh, Lazard got paid because of the guy that he's he's hanging with. He's a, that, That's it. And, you know, people talk about Finley and uh, Greg Jennings and talking about the organization. Now, they discussed openly the positives and negatives of the quarterback. People didn't like that either. 
It's like whenever anybody leaves and has something negative to say, you're either mad at the franchise or you're mad at the player that's leaving. Lazard had bad things to say. They didn't even talk to me. And everybody takes Lazard like he's gospel, yet one of the best, I mean, I understand. It wasn't necessarily Greg Jennings that was outspoken. It was his sister, remember, that was very outspoken. And it was kind of like, man, I know that some of his feelings were leaking into his sister's psyche and she was tweeting them out it was like just you need to stop but later down the road he was just very honest about a lot of things some stuff you don't like to hear much like the uh, the bleacher report article remember that when tyler dunn wrote the bleacher report article about everything going on behind the scenes at 1265 which a lot of it turned out to be true and people went oh okay well i was pissed at him but i won't say anything about it now because oh it's true and i look like an idiot so uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, McDuckin says, uh, look at the track record. Packers free agents that left have never amounted to third-round compensatory picks. And Brandy says, disgruntled players happen on every team. Why is the spotlight on the Packers? Because the... Because of the quarterback, he put the spotlight there a couple of years ago, and it's been very – that's why I said the Packers are trying to do everything right because there was a lot of people that just said, just blow them out already. Just get rid of them. Just just get rid of this drama queen and blow them out. And, this and, and he's trying to do – he being Brian Gutekinds, he's trying to do things in a, in a right way, best they can, because the whole franchise was called out. For, and the the biggest example was the 30-second phone call. Clay Matthews is on his way to the facility. He wants to work out in the offseason. He's coming in, and they're like, oh, we cut you. We don't need you anymore. Talk to you later. And your key card's been deactivated, and he can't get in. And they're like, really? This is a guy that helped you win a, win a Super Bowl? Holy mackerel. And that's what people got that, – that's what Aaron Rodgers used to get everybody incited, which I, I understand that it's right. Got everybody incited and, and – Suddenly, the Packers were this heartless franchise, which every other franchise in football is going, thank God he doesn't play for us because that's exactly the way we do things. It's just the business. It's just the business. He also probably did it a bit to get the sentimental people on his side before sure. he brought back aging players that probably weren't good anymore. Sure. Completely agree. And now they're going to the Jets. But there's no list. And, you know, there's no list, but then again, he wanted certain guys. Remember, he wanted Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was with Houston. They traded for him. He was a good player. He came back. He fortified a position. A lot of money to pay him to do it, but, you know, $10 million-ish, So, which wasn't necessarily agreeable, but, you know, you understood it. Get his guy, his confidant there. But... There's, there's a lot of things that go on that have be, because the Packers have been made public. The Packers have been exposed publicly by Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers has an incredibly passive-aggressive side to him that gets you to believe on one hand things are this way, he wants things a certain way, and you're like, wow, I understand that. You know, I can go along with that. And then we'll completely flip the scenario and as long as it's about him, it doesn't matter what side of the hypocrisy it falls upon because we saw that. All you got to do is read the Ringer article. I, I thought it was a brilliantly written article last week. Uh, was I, I think it was Friday uh, it came out. 
talking about he'll say one thing and then he'll say another thing. And it's like, well, what, which way do you want it? You want transparency? If you want transparency and you believe in complete transparency, then did you tell the Packers? Why didn't you tell the Packers? Why weren't you picking up the phone when the Packers were calling? Why weren't you texting them back consistently when they were texting you? You want transparency. It's not a one-way street. The best relationships are two-way streets. And it, it wasn't that way. And, uh, you know, I don't even want to get into the rest. People are talking about conspiracy theories and all kinds of crazy stuff over on the, the live stream. 877-867-1670. When we come back, Steve, Jack, Eric, everybody on hold. Stay tuned. We'll get to you. I promise you we will. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this in the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Wisconsin. Uh, they have got high-end stuff. It is quality that is going to last, and it's patio season. Are you looking for that giant umbrella with the uh, the, the the solar panel on top that's going to keep the lights on? Are you looking for outdoor bar stools? Are you looking for a complete patio table set up, whether it's fire pits or just a fire feature? So many cool things. Uh, check them out uh, just simply by going to masterzease.com. But call them, 262-746-5931. 262-746-5931. People come from all over the state for this stuff. And they're awesome. Uh, people, I, I'm not kidding you. People come from everywhere. Check out our friends at Masters Ease. Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield. And they have everything from gaming tables for indoors. They have umbrellas and such for outdoors, patio furniture. They have lighting, hammocks, fire pits uh, for both wood and gas. You name it. They've got everything and grilling accessories. That's our friends at Master Z's. Um, Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's talk to Eric listening to us in Madison. Eric, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. How are you? I'm doing well today. What are you thinking? Got to give you a compliment here. You compliment Rogers when he deserves it, and you criticize him when he deserves it. I give you a thumbs you. up for that one, because a lot of people are just kissing this guy's backside, like McAfee. Well, I mean, you can't blame him. That's his bread and butter. Right. Uh, would you Would you be upset if we ended up trading Rogers and throwing in like a third and getting the thirteenth pick and getting the fourth? That's okay, give, give me that again. Done. Give me that. Give me that again. What would you What would you say? If you're going to throw in, if you're going to trade Rogers and the Jets say he's not worth the 13th pick, how about we throw in a third round pick with Rogers? They give us a fourth. So we we give we give them our third round pick, plus we take their first round pick and their fourth round pick. We give them Rogers and a third round pick. That's what you're saying, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do that in picks, a heartbeat because their third round picks suck. Yeah, our third round picks come to Green Bay to die. So basically, if, if Rodgers isn't worth the 13th pick of the draft, then why don't we just turn around and say, fine, we'll give you a third, you give us a fourth, and that averages it out a little bit. And then we mm-hmm. can just get on with it. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. We can find I out would exactly agree with that. What we have. We, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's kind of like my my problem-solving skills for the day, I guess you might say. Yeah. But No, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, that's. I'm, I just kind of have a feeling that's the way it's going to work. I don't know why. I just have a feeling because they don't want to give up the 13th. Well, we got to give them a little bit more value. 
Don't yeah. to take a fourth or a fifth and let's get on with it. I, uh, yeah, I would, uh, I don't know what it's going to end up, appreciate the phone call, I don't know what it's going to end up being, but I want that 13th pick. And much like we had some people over on the live stream say, you can't say he's a 40-year-old quarterback or going to be a 40-year-old quarterback, so he's not worth a high draft pick, but yet he's going to be the linchpin to take you to a Super Bowl for the first time since Joe Namath. You can't say both, you know? You, you can't you can't go into a car dealership and say, I want the fastest car you got. Oh, that's right. You know, well, the Corvette from 1978 or 1985 or 1997, but I'm running against a bunch of EVs this year and uh, that aren't really high-end horsepower. I still want to win the race. Oh, well, I'm getting a, <laughs> oh, I'm getting a 1999 Corvette. Well, that's fine, but if you're still going to win the race and it's worth more to you than it is if you're just going up against a bunch of brand new Corvettes, I understand that. You can't say that. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Bill, that's why they have to call Rogers into the office somehow or hop on a Zoom and say, hey, what do you think you're worth? And he right? either says he's the best quarterback ever and he's worth a first-round pick, or he says he's worth nothing and says he's not the best quarterback ever. And it's nothing right. in the middle. Just put him right. in a pretzel. Well, he says uh, he's the self-proclaimed best quarterback to ever play in Green Bay. So, I mean, you know, if they, if that's true and he has stated that, sure, he could win another MVP or two. He said that, too. So if that's the case, that would mean he would be the best quarterback in the game today. And if that's the case, he is worth a first-round draft choice. Sorry about your luck. Let's go to Jack listening to us in Eau Claire. Jack, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, good morning, Mike. Love the show. Appreciate so, it. Yeah, you started out the show with, with uh, talking about, or the show up here anyway. Um, we don't get your first hour, but is Boomer Esiason, did, you know, I thought he was sharper than, than he, he came off. Um, we know what we're doing. And if somebody wants to get a hold of the brass in Green Bay, I, I don't think it's that difficult to do. So um, another thing that comes to mind, the, the Packers, uh, some people are kind of slamming them right now, but I happen to have some time here at the office, and, and I, I, I Googled. I, I just did a simple Google on NFL uh, win-loss records, and – you know, you got 32 teams in the NFL, and if you go back 10 years, the Packers have the, the fourth most wins out of 32 teams. You go back 20 years, they have the third most wins. You go back 30 years, they have the second most wins. And if mm -hmm. you want to go back 40 years, the fourth most wins. So, so my point to all of this is the Packers know what they're doing. Um, Contrary to what some people think, I, I believe in the system. Uh, I don't care that we don't have an owner. In fact, I think that might be good in a lot of ways. We, we have a lot of owners. We have a board of directors. We, so anyway, I don't know what your take is on it, but, but I agree with you. They know what they're doing. They know what he's worth, and I don't care how long it takes. Um, we need to get what he's worth, and we'll be just fine. So. No, I... I... I would agree. I also look at the 
again, what is the value of Aaron Rodgers and how desperate are the, are the New York Jets? To me, that's the bottom line, right? That, that I mean, they believe that he's going to be the guy to come to a Super Bowl. Then he's he's worth a lot. He's Bill, worth a lot. Bill, yeah, I've go gone ahead. through the comments on the Boomer Siason tweet of his comments. Yeah. The Packers ownership. It's all Jets fans saying that Green Bay is trash for holding this up. Things of that nature. <laughs> right. They're, they're talking themselves into the funniest pretzel. That, like, their organization is suddenly the model of making the best decisions. And that mm-hmm. Green Bay, an organization who often does almost everything right, is is the trash organization here. It's yeah. hilarious. I, uh, again, I, I, you know, again, it's New Yorkers. It's New Yorkers. Everything sucks. Okay, great. You know, that's fine. I, what else do you say? You know, I'm very happy. This is not Philadelphia we're dealing with. So, Oh God. Yeah. No conflicts of interest here. I like yeah. to rag on New York too. So, Right. It's easy. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Feel free. If you're a Jets fan, tell us why Aaron Rodgers is not, is not worth a first-round draft choice. But you can't say then he's going to take you to a Super Bowl or he gives you the best chance to win a Super Bowl. Maybe considering uh, if you want to put Aaron Rodgers next to Zach Wilson, I might agree with that. But if you're sitting there talking about this guy's going to help you win the division, this guy's going to get you out of the AFC and into a Super Bowl, this is the guy that's going to lead you to Las Vegas next year, then you can't turn around and say, oh, but he's only worth a fourth-round draft choice because of the longevity. Nay, nay. You haven't won a Super Bowl since Moses was a baby. And if this guy's going to take you to the promised land, you're giving it up. Period. End of story. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our friends at Stenny's had a huge weekend. My God, not only was uh, St. Patrick's Day packed, but they were jammed. For uh, for March Madness, good stuff. Uh, a lot of friends were uh, down there over the weekend. I did not make it down there this weekend, but uh, a lot of friends were down there this weekend. So, kudos to uh, everybody who took. Uh, there was uh, got to say hi to my buddy Josie. Uh, Josie and his wife were down there, and they, they took a nice picture and said, "Having a couple of Bloody Marys and the Bill Michaels garlic cheese bread. Oh, that stuff's so good." So, thanks, Josie. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the picture. Uh, second to national, by the way, Walker's Point and running shuttles to damn near everything. So when they are indeed, uh, when you're, uh, you know, the Brewers are back and you've got the Bucks playing and such and the, the Admirals are playing or any other concert or what have you going on downtown in the Milwaukee area, uh, they run shuttles to everything. So that's a great place. Matter of fact, we're taking the, uh, the Stenny shuttle next Saturday night. Got a big night going on next Saturday. So there you go. Um, 
Uh, Pat Daddy says, Pat McAfee went from a hero to zero really fast. Wasn't long ago. He was putting out content all about uh, the money that he was donating to help people. Now he's attacking a, an entire fan base for no reason. and blocking people who are crying out for help. Uh, what a freaking shame. It doesn't matter what Pat McAfee or others say about the, the Packers front office. No player-centric podcast applauds the front office. Uh, Rodgers made that podcast. Doesn't matter that the Jets uh, can play Zach Wilson. There's no deal other than clubs will begin to ask. Uh, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Just, I don't know what that means. Uh the, the bottom line is this. Okay, going back to who's right, who's wrong, who needs this. And and the Jets have a quarterback in Zach Wilson who they don't like. Their players didn't like the guy. He came off as a total jag after the whole announcement about Aaron Rodgers leaked out that Rodgers wanted to come and play for the Jets. And I'm going to make his life miserable. Shut up. Nobody likes you. You're you're a lackluster quarterback at best. They made a mistake choosing you. They know it. And a guy named Mike White, who came out of nowhere, whooped your ass. Okay? Played better, had more guts, had more pride, and had the team surrounding him. Zach Wilson's a nobody. All right? Nobody. So the Jets, in essence, don't have a quarterback. They don't have one. They don't want to play Zach Wilson. He's not going to. He, he doesn't take responsibility for himself. He got benched by his own coach, who then ripped him. It's like, come on, he he's done. So they made a mistake. They have a decent team that could be maybe a great team, depending on what all they do and what tweaks and what you know who kind of ascends. And they need a quarterback. They have set their sights via their owner, Woody Johnson, on saying, "We got to get Aaron Rodgers." Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. He can lead us for the next year or two, and we can we can finally, after Joe Namath ran off the field, wagging his number one in the air, we can finally get back to and possibly win a Super Bowl since, since Broadway Joe, what a man, right? Finally, finally. So we're going to put all those eggs in that basket. And the Packers, in the meantime, are like, yeah, Aaron, look, all you had to do was be honest with us with all this transparency talk and – you know, we wanted you to come back. We want you to be the man, you know, and you weren't really sure what you wanted to do. We wanted you all in. You're not all in. So we're going to move on. So you get kind of mad. Who cares if we're shopping you? Who cares if people are making calls? It's the business of football. You act like the business of football stops because you want it to stop. Right? So if you want to play, play. We would love to get something for you. We would love to get a draft choice for what we feel you're worth, for what you feel you're worth. You're the one that said you could win another MVP or two. You're the one that said your body's good. You're ready to come back. You're the one that went into the darkness night, for whatever reason, 90% done. And in four days, you've decided not only are you coming back, but that you're coming back to play for the Jets. And now you've got this chip on your shoulder. So you decided all of that. That's fine. But the but the Packers are like, we, we got a quarterback. Yeah, you're sucking up money, but you're going to suck up money no matter what you do. So we're kind of in the catbird seat. The Jets don't have anybody, and everybody that they wanted was like second and third and fourth choice, short of going after Lamar Jackson, which Baltimore could then even match, and you may not even end up with Lamar Jackson. That You don't have any other choice. 
So the Packers are going to do their due diligence for the guy that says he's going to win an MVP and for you that say he can take you to the Super Bowl. The, the Packers are going to say, well, then give us what that's worth. And they're going to ask high, right? They're going to ask high, and then it's going to come down. We always do that. You know, if you're going to sell a car, you don't sell a car. If you want 3000 you ask for four. You hope to get 31, 32, or 28, or 29. Somewhere in there. That's where everybody goes to, right? So you get into that category. Okay, here you go. So you're going to ask high. They're going to bring you down. You're going to say, we're not going to go that low, but we'll do this. Okay, it's called negotiation. And then by the time it's all said and done, everybody ends up where they wanted to be to begin with. We get the first-round draft choice. They get, or second, I mean, you know, I, anything less than a first would be kind of disappointing, but I'm not going to crucify Goody over it because you're not necessarily in a 100% solid catbird seat, but you do have leverage. But that's where this whole thing is. So to sit here and say that this guy's worth this and this guy, you're not worth that, and he's 40 years old, and we don't want him more than a year or two, and we're not giving up a first, and, well, then you're not going to Super Bowl. You're not, you know, sit back, relax, polish the truck. Oh, that's right. You got the one. There you go. Rock on. Broadway Joe. Mink coat. Live in infamy. How are we looking? That's okay. You can still wake up and go, you know what? We're still one better than the Minnesota Vikings. Yay! That's all. That's fine. But you're not going anywhere. Not with Zach Wilson, you're not. So rest on your laurels. We didn't give up a first-round draft choice. We're mired in mediocrity. S-U-C-K-S. There you go. Because that's all you're going to be able to chant for the next few years while you got Zach Wilson. That's it. Uh, Says they got a fourth for Favre. Okay. Times have changed. Favre wasn't making the same money that Roger was making either. And with some of the deals that have recently gone down, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, some of the other trades that have gone on. And if this is a guy that, you know, that everybody believes still can get it done, then you get what you get. I have one very minor piece of clarification on Zach Wilson. Those comments in terms of making life miserable, Mm -hmm. he said that in in like November when they asked him about when they bring a veteran in. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just he, he said it right. the minute the Roger stuff came out. Correct. Although, but, yeah. but that's what everybody I don't know, you know how he's going to make his life miserable. Right. Yeah, except no, for he's, he, unless he steals his car or have relations with uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, never mind. Flies out to Chico, California. Family show starts to starts to stalk people. Family show. Yeah. Right. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. We'd love to hear from you again, 877-867-1670. Um, yeah, FAR was traded 16 years ago, 15 years ago. Times have changed. Times have changed. Uh, you're not going to get a fourth-round draft choice for Aaron Rodgers. Now, there are people who want to see multiple first-round picks. I, I've said all along, if you get a first round and a conditional for next year, take it. If you get a second round and a high conditional for next year, take it. That's fine. I'm, I'm good with that. I know there is this feeling like Rodgers is worth, you know, two firsts, a player, you know, on and on and on. No, because he, he maybe has a year or two left, two at the most. 
you know. So I, I'm, I'm not – you're not going to do that. The, the Jets would never do that. But they also have put a lot of those eggs into that into that Aaron Rodgers basket. So is what it is. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up, 877-867-1670. You can find us, uh, email the program. I got some emails to get to, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That is thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Again, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Our friends at Quick Trip reminding you, bacon! They got bacon. So right now, especially if the grills are going to start firing up, wrap that around some fillets. Wrap that around some fillets. Take some bacon, put a toothpick in it. Oh, good stuff. Or just really bacon and eggs. You can do that. Or BLT, you can do that. It's that kind of season. Got bacon, you've got your milk, you got your eggs, you got your butter, you got your bananas, got the beer cave in the back, got your hot food, got your pothole pizzas. I can keep going. They have got so much. And just regular staples you need around the house. Maybe you just need something small, just something you want to go in and grab. You don't want to go through the whole box store to get it. There you go. That's our friends at Quick Trip. And the best part about it is every time you type in bloop, 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 your Quick Rewards card, hell yeah. Because every now and then you walk to the counter and you're like, hey, I'd like to get this and this and this. And they're like, oh, that cheeseburger today, it's free. Oh, it tastes so good when it's free. Tastes so good when it's free. And uh, for those wondering, yes, yes, we have the cigar dinners. They're back this year. uh, The dates are just about ready to be announced with our friends at Quick Trip and Quick Spirits. Looking forward to that as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our friends at Kane and Kane Jewelers, they want to rock your world. They are located in West Bend and I just had a, a buddy of mine who is uh, getting ready to get engaged. Him and his soon-to-be fiance headed up to look at some rings, and he's just getting the idea. I'm thinking he's going to go back and buy something after the fact, but getting the idea of what it is she wants. And uh, he said, "Man, what a what a great experience they had uh, as far as learning all about the uh, the cut and the clarity and all that kind of stuff and and weights and sizes and uh, you know he just said it was very educational. He said you were 100 percent correct. Uh, and Andy Kane and his staff and Jen and everybody they do a great job and they are worth the drive to West Bend. Go to Kane K O E H N Kane Jewelry dot com. That's Kane Jewelry dot com. And uh, if you uh, have not seen it, Andy does a terrific podcast called Buy Like a Guy, and uh, it's about all kinds of stuff, whether it's bourbons and whiskeys and he even takes suggestions but it's a pretty good pretty good podcast and if you haven't seen it go to buy buy like a guy buy like a guy and over on instagram and you can see it there as well so good stuff from our friends at kane and kane jewelers uh let's get back to the phone calls let's go to jerry listening to us in green bay jerry how you doing today man what's going on good uh here's my take on it i think people have the wrong take on this rogers deal People are so stuck on that 13th pick this year. I say to the Jets, you can keep your 13th pick. We maybe want a second or third round pick this year, and next year's number one. That way, next year, if love falls on his face and the Packers end up in a top five pick, they can maybe move up to number one and get Caleb Williams or somebody like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, would, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't put that past them to end up 
being uh, being just a second round pick with a conditional pick next year. The problem is that the Jets are going to say the conditional pick next year is going to be based upon Aaron Rodgers actually playing. No, just they got to say to the Jets, we want your number one pick next year. No conditional. You want Rodgers. We have Rodgers. Rodgers will pay him fifty million to be. We're going to pay him fifty million no matter what, so he can be a backup, and will or he can retire. We don't need to give him. We're not going to give him away to you, Jets. You know what I mean? That's right. what I would be doing with if I'm the Packers. Right. Nope. But go I, I for next get year's it. number one. Uh, either way, I want a number one out of it. That's what I would love to have. I just don't know if that's actually going to come to fruition. Oh, Caleb Williams, though? Coming off back-to-back Heismans? Probably a playoff appearance at USC this year? He's kind of a jag, though, man. He could play. He can play, but he's kind of a jag. You know, you just, I don't know. I'd have to see him mature. He's got too much Johnny Manziel in him. And I'm talking mentality than than I'm than you know playing ability. Playing ability's got more than Johnny Manziel ever did. I but, disagree with that. The uh, Johnny Manziel in him. Yeah, no, he's he's not the show me the money guy, but he's an attitude man. Some of the things he's done and said, I'm not a fan of. Just not. Um, I agree with you. He can play, but do you think he's an attitude? I'm not going to say he's like the perfect, you know, your stereotypical, amazing quarterback, if you will. I I wouldn't go as far as to say he has an attitude. Um, I think it's, I think it's channeled in the right way. Let me say that when it comes to competitiveness and on the field, like, yeah, he's a quarterback that. You know, went from Oklahoma to USC, and it's glamorous mm-hmm. in LA and everything. And he is—he's somewhat hot-headed with Lincoln Riley, but I think it's in a productive way. I think that's just how they're wired as competitors. Um, but, I mean, the dude wins, and the dude plays. No, he and, wins. I—he—he I, he wins and plays hard. I—I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, and he's—he's—he's he's, he's solid. He's got—I—I I just. There, there are people that have unbelievable talent that allow their heads to get in the way. And I think he could be even better if he just worried less about being this this cool cat rather than being a good player. That's just my thought. I want to see more maturity out of him this year. Just some of, this, some of the antics on the field was like, why are you doing that? Just some of the stuff's just uncalled for. And I'm just not a fan of him. Now, he gets away with it because he's allowed to do whatever he wants because he's a good quarterback in college. But they'll whip his ass in the NFL for doing that kind of stuff. Just my opinion. But I agree with you. He's incredibly talented. Uh, but I know there were a couple of times this year where he was just his watching watching USC games. I'm thinking to myself, God, I'm glad he's not a Badger. Oh, come on. After I watching did. the Badgers earlier in the day with what they had a quarterback? First of all, he wasn't going to mean that much of a difference to what the Badgers were doing. Uh, but secondly, I, I was glad. Well, because ironically, Paul Christ yeah. would still be head coach if Caleb Williams had come. 
That's um, well, yes. They would have instantly won two to three yeah. more games. And that changes right. everything. Right. Dude's the best player in the country. He's he's incredibly good. That I'll give you. So I guess long term it's not the worst thing, right? Because uh-huh. and everything. Oh yeah. No, I agree with that. I think he'd be a different player under Fickle, too. I think he would. Uh, 877-867-1670. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Stay tuned. Jerry, Andy, everybody that's on hold, hang in there. We'll get to you, I promise. Got a lot more to Bill Michael show coming up. It's coming up right after this. Stay tuned.